All right, all right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. My name is Bison, aka Bison Trades. Welcome to another episode of Rare FUD Radio. Uh, make sure you're following us on all our socials, on Twitter, on YouTube, on all your podcast platforms. Uh, we do have a link tree. I will leave that in YouTube as well as uh, the description, as well as on Twitter, just so you have a convenient place to access everything. Um, reminder, we do have Twitter spaces every Friday. We'll be having another one this Friday noon Eastern Standard Time. Um, we'll be having a lot of market talk, catching up with you guys, answer any questions you might have. And uh, yeah, we got a special guest on today. Uh, you know him as Shake. He is the founder of Cyber Samurai. I've had him on the YouTube channel before, but it's nice to have him on Rare FUD. He has been one of our day one supporters and uh, just a great guy. He's an OG founder. I completely brought up Cyber Samurai into a household name that has some of the best supporters and best community within the space. Uh, talking about best community, and best co-hosts, we have Dorian with us. Dorian, how you doing, my man? Yo, back again, man. Every day's a holiday, dog. Unfortunately, it's not Christmas, but you know what? It's like Thanksgiving because we're eating because Shake's coming on the show. That's right. That's right. It's always a fun time talking to Shake. Very knowledgeable of the space and, and just a great overall guy mm -hmm. like our next co-host. What up, Joe? Hey. How you doing, man? Oh, man, y'all, y'all, it's just too nice, too nice. Thank you, guys. Yeah, it's another one, guys. I mean, what episode is this, 18 already? I can't believe it. But, yeah, excited to yeah. talk about the market. Shake yeah, no. is a legend. Excited to pick his brain today on some topics. And, yeah, have a good time today. Yeah, yeah. So before we bring on Shake, um, let's talk a little bit about just a market update. We always do this every episode. Volume is less than 100K um, for the past couple of days. We did have a little spike. I think that was from the, the hate swap drop of uh, Lunar. So Lunar is, is brought to you by OpenDAO. They have a collab with uh, CryptoPunks. We'll be talking a little bit about them with Shake later in the show. Um, but besides that, it's been pretty stagnant as far as volume goes. It's trickling down. Um, do we see 50K, guys? Do we see 30K? I mean, like, what's your opinion here? How are we feeling? Let's go with Dorian first. Oh, yeah, dog. We're going to see 50K and 30K. Easy. No, no doubt, man. Unless, like, the only thing that's going to bring back life to this market is Utes, Pilots, or some other project that comes out of nowhere, like, that, or even one existing, launching something cool. But between now and then... Don't expect too much. Like, I think we're going to be scra scraping the bottom of the barrel for content here pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Joe, how you feeling, bro? Like, what, what, what was, what's going on here? Yeah, man, I think we're seeing a, uh, a natural rinse um, because of the, mm -hmm. uh, you know, lack of external liquidity, which is cool. I've been, like, just picking up some blue chip plays. I really believe, like, six-month minimum in, um, lately. Just finding those entry pre those two right now. I've had my fun. I know the liquidity's gone. I'm not scalping anymore. It's pointless. There's no volume to sell into. I ha I told you the waves are there. Sell into waves. Now times to accumulate, right? Build your position. So, you know, I, I looked at a few things today and, you know, some SBL plays are juicy as well. And I think that it's a good time to uh, practice some delayed gratification and set yourself up from positions of strength. I don't think yeah. it's the time to be upset about. I just think this is time to be excited about. These are the times you actually make the real money from, you know? So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it's just sitting on your hands sometimes. Um, we'll be talking about, you know, market updates. We'll be talking about Magic Eden here later with, um, you know, they're losing market share right now. But before we do, 
let's give an intro to Cyber Samurai and Shake. Uh, so Shake dropped Cyber Samurai on Radium. I do have an interview with him if you want to see kind of the, the backgrounds and history of it. Really want to bring on Shake, one, because he has great market perspective, and two, talk about what Cyber Samurai is doing in the market, what they got coming up, everything like Sush. But they did drop on Radium. They are an OG project on the Radium drop zone. I think they're one of the only projects that like are yeah. still are around to do so. Um, sorry, this pixel art was never really the end goal, though. Um, we now have the Tensei ceremony where we got to burn our old Gen 1s into Gen 2s, the Tensei collection. Um, and it was such a fun process, dude. I will never forget the feeling of Tensei. Like, mm -hmm. all 12 of mine um, ended up picking up three more. I, I'm sitting on 15 still, so... Uh, just not financial advice or anything. I do have exposure. Dorian definitely has exposure. Joe yeah. has exposure. Um, we do love Cyber Samurai here. But Tensei Ceremony uh, is part of the SAS arm of Cyber Samurai with Soleil and everything in between. We'll be talking to Shake about that. But let's bring him on. The man, the myth, the legend. Shake, how you doing, man? What's going on? What up, boys? How's it going? We're fun, baby. Yo, what's going on, man? <laughs> Dude, um, I'm tripping out about the, the Yuga Happy Labs. Happy to have dude. you on, dog. You're you tripping out that? about Yuga Labs. We'll be definitely talking about we're, Yuga we're Labs. We're talking about it, man. Stuff. Yeah, uh, it's everybody. everybody's going to be tripping out about it. That's why we're here, to give you level-headed analysis of it. Um, they, <laughs> we'll be talking significantly about it. because, And, man, it's always right before we go on to a show, they like dropping breaking news and stuff like that. So um, give us like an hour or two to prepare any talking points. But nonetheless... I'm sure we all have our, our bullet points kind of written out on a napkin or something like that. Uh, before we get into that, though, Shake, I want to talk about Cyber Samurai. I mean, like, dude, what a journey it's been. It's been over a year now. We just celebrated your anniversary last month. Um, hey, talk to us a little bit. What's the current state of the, the project? How's everything going? Bro, it's going well, man. I mean, um, yeah, it's going well, dude. Like, Dorian's been a huge help in... Um, helping me like simplify what we're doing and like focus on the right things. And, um, I, we've been, uh, I, I got inspired to, uh, I, I don't know. I started taking like a, I started taking a step back and looking at the business and like trying to remember things that I learned, um, from my previous jobs. And like at the last startup I was working at, it was really, uh, we were really obsessed with data and like metrics. And so I started doing that and it's been really helpful to kind of like validate, some of the things that we're doing or, or invalidate, like, Oh, like we think this is cool, but it's not working. So, you know, the data says so. So that's been like the past month. Um, we've just been like really hammering home on like a couple key points. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you guys, I, I think it's good finding that clarity because shake, I know, I know you're kind of like me where I just, I get on to like seven different things at once and I'm so hyped up about them at all times. I'm like, yeah, let's go head first in there. Let's go head first in there. And I get like halfway through and sometimes it's nice to have somebody like Dorian who will kind of realign you and be like, no, bro, like why, why are we spending so much time on these seven things? Let's focus on like three things and let's do them really well. Right. And, uh, I know yeah, it's bro. been fun, fun to watch it. I'm path protocols taken off. We got four projects on there now, um, with bet three, with ABC, with Nekozuma, and the boys, right? The boys is the last one. I think they were your first. We customer. don't have ABC. I need to take ABC down from there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I can talk about that, but yeah. They okay. announced staking, so we're not going to be able to do that. 
That, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. So no ABC. He had ABC. It just didn't fully go through. But the fact that they were in talks with them, more than a lot mm. of things. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you – so do you want to give me alpha? Are you talking to other people? Like, you know, do we have a number? Do we want to name names or anything like that? Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like a cool name. Like I talked to the, the Golden State Warriors, the guy who handles all their NFT projects. But – um, they're not gonna be able to use it yet because they have an exclusive deal with FTX, but mm. yeah, I mean, I'm trying to, um, I think there's like a really good use case for this. Like, so, so far it's all like what I would call web three native projects. Like they are NFT businesses, like web three based businesses so far. But what I think, um, there's a, there's like a huge market of like regular companies that have NFTs. And have no use for them and have no way to like engage the holders of these nfts and so um that's what i'm i'm trying to like use those connections that i have outside of crypto um and get them on path but it's very much like a network effects thing so right now we just have three customers and like it's we're definitely in that like first hump and i think once we get like 20 customers it's going to be you know 10 customers 20 customers it's going to start to like flow really quickly so it's just grind mode like business development right now yeah, yeah, it feels like it because I once we saw the boys, it was kind of like okay, and then we got like an onslaught, right? I mean, we we saw you know three more, and it is one of those snowball effects where you just start rolling it downhill, and everybody starts catching wind of what's going on. I have a question for you, Shake. When it comes to these projects um, managing their raffle prizes, because raffles as a service is one of the the key components to uh, the offering with Path. Do you guys manage that or is that on the project, like the other projects, the, the customer side? Um, do you, so most the customers we have now, they manage it, but like we could do it. But the base fee that we have, like the super cheap version is like they manage it. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I was, I was curious because, you know, and this is just imploring people who are our path um, customers or anybody who is looking to go into path, make sure that you are managing your raffles. It is you're paying for nothing if you aren't like getting the community hyped about. Was somebody it. not so, managing it? Was Jet talking uh, out? I mean, <laughs> I'm not calling out names. Oh, but out, yeah, I was calling out. I'm, was it I'm, Cody, I'm in, bro? I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, it was. It was Cody and Jet. I, I looked at both of them today. I was like, hey, you know, I, I want to make sure like I'm not missing any raffles that are like super awesome or anything like that. And both of them don't have anything up right now. So I was looking in the Discord for Bet Three. Which, goodness gracious, I feel so bad. Like, as luckily we have a really good community at Cyber Samurai. I feel like we're way past that like win phase, yeah. uh, and we just have like the diamond-handed people now. But I forget because I, I don't really go into discords anymore. But I went into Bet Threes, and goodness gracious, they it has been not even twenty days for that project, and they're asking like, be, win this. Be win careful that. in there, boys, and they'll hurt your feelings in there, brother. Oh, bro, gotta I gotta go I in there like, with some <laughs> tough skin. <laughs> they ain't hurt my feelings bro it's i'm not a founder and that's why i'm you know i'm not a founder that is a hard job to do mm -hmm. um is managing expectations and you know cody's a grinder dude he's he's behind the scenes and stuff so like yeah, it's, I love cody. it's hard having that yeah. transparency and and soul feels like it's one of those that platform that they're always asking for updates dude like eth people are just like happy if you come out with something a month you know and mm -hmm. whereas souls like you know why haven't you talked to us in the past 10 minutes? Like what's going yeah. on here? Um, and it's, I, I, I feel for him, man. So, you know, it, it, it is one of those things though, that going back to our original point, make sure if you're a path customer, put up raffles. That is one of the services you're providing, right? So uh, keep them engaged. That is one of my favorite things is like, 
you know, deciding to ape in on one thing and uh, winning a raffle. feels real good. Hey, and I wanted to touch on one thing before we moved on, Bison, was that, like what Shake said, like him grinding and them having like three strict customers right now is so dope because like it's very true. Like it's slowly one by one and then all at once for emerging mm-hmm. markets, for new projects, for anything like and it's it, you have the guts and, and the brains to really get yourself in the infrastructure to where you can outlast that period. And like that's what you guys have done in a year Like you've shown it and like you're just now getting not even close to the pinnacle. So I just think that's really cool to hear like little nuances and how and, and things you drop like when you subconsciously speak, bro. That's that's beautiful to see from a founder. Good, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, like the the comparison that like I always make in my head um, a lot like you, a lot of you guys were around early, but like very early on, like the discord verification tool that everybody used was uh, grape. And mm-hmm. yeah it was like a hassle wow, to use yeah. it and and it was like free it was kind of weird right and then uh Matrica came along and like like Matrica is not even like honestly it's not even that great of a product and their customer no. service isn't that great either the pricing isn't great like there's a lot of things that aren't great with it but they have a hundred fucking customers sorry a thousand customers mm-hmm. um and it's just like that's kind of how I that's kind of I think what like my goal is is like to like yeah right now it's like this people are like oh like how do we trust these guys like why do we want to use their thing um and, but then once you get over that hump it starts to become like normal for every new project to come out for the holders to be like hey when are you going to get this when are you going to get this um and so i want to get to that point because once you get to that point like my job developing business com- becomes just, like what really easy it's just automatic yeah it's all word of mouth at that point you know or like seeing is believing where they you have a thousand examples versus just three niche examples um whereas when those projects get bigger too it's it is a network effect i mean it's it's one of the best things about web3 so um i'm excited obviously i love the platform that is my favorite staking platform of all time because it stays in your wallet i've said it for a long time soft staking is the future if you aren't having it in your wallet if you're not seeing it every day because i open up my wallet every single day and make sure i'm checking out everything um it your project isn't top of mind. You're not top of mm-hmm. mind. What are you doing? Right? Like I, I cannot tell you how many NFTs I probably have out in some terrible staking website that I've just completely <laughs> forgot about. It's probably yep. like close to 50 soul or something like that minimum of, of the projects that have just withered and died. Um, yeah. So I, I, I love the platform. Um, you know, talk to us a little bit about Sush. We got Sush airdrops. We got first round and then second round just recently. Um, Sush, you know, I, I know, uh, Dorian has been saying that six is the key. Do we have any alpha on Sush? Anything coming up? Anything you want to divulge? Um, nothing that's like not public information yet. Um, I mean, yeah. So, uh, yeah, nothing like secret, bro. Like no secret alpha. But like, yeah, it, I mean, basically what it is, right? It's the airdrop that you get from putting the, the having the samurai in staking. Um, and it's like level based. And what we've said so far is that, yeah, if you have six of them, you get a free mint um, of this new collection that we're designing, um, which we just haven't said anything about yet. We haven't even announced the name or the Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. And then we have some more stuff planned for after that, which is like, mm-hmm. so we have like sush plans, like for the next, like, I don't know, eight months. Like we haven't really yeah. far planned ahead to kind of like, um, yeah. Cause like, obviously, you know, there, there's things that you learn, like as a trader in NFTs where it's like, oh, like people like dump after an airdrop or like, dump after whitelist or whatever and so we're kind of trying to like fuck with those market dynamics a little bit and like um it's gonna be fun you know kind of like some game theory type stuff so but just real simple shit but yeah that's basically what it is is like um it's just a it's just a way for us to like reward the holders and be like hey like if you just 
like hold your samurai, like you're going to get enough to get this like free new NFT collection. That's going to be like its own built out world mm -hmm. and company. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I'm excited to see what happens because Dorian keeps hinting at it. And if Dorian keeps hinting at it, it's probably alpha right there. Just know if you are listening Bro, to this. Dor uh, Dorian hasn't even seen the art that we, like we just got like the first round of trades because we've been working and it's like, dude, it's so sick. Like it's, it's it is. Oh, dude, I'm super just, pumped, man. <laughs> like, like I haven't even looked at all of them yet because um, it was just right when I got on this call. Oh, so, man. yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm already super <laughs> excited about like I've seen like the initial drafts that we've done, but like I'm really going to be excited when I see trades. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah gonna be fun dude i, oh, I yeah. speaking of fun um an auction just ended you've been doing legendary auctions for i don't know how long now i mean pretty much since since the beginning right and you've been uh, i mean there's a ton you have some art reworks coming up on some of the past legendaries but one just sold for 22 soul on hey. exchange art um went to smoky good old smoky might be in the crowd here smoky's a, a habitual awesome. listener but um, it was a rage skin, which I expected him to win because Smokey is like a rage maxi. Um, He's a rageaholic, dude. Yeah, yeah, we can share your screen, but yeah, this is. This one's so I mean, sick, it's just though. some of the like, dude. It's it's high tier artwork right there, and it just mm -hmm. kind of fits in. One, it has utility. It's so, so high tier, you... it takes a while to load, bro. See, I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm like fucking around, but I'm actually serious. It's like so high depth that it takes a minute to load. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's really good stuff, dude. I'm I mean, I I love the punk helm, but holy crap, like Joe was in on that. Um, I, I, it it got up high. I think it went to seventy three soul. So you're I made I made the last bet. I put in a sixty five soul bid, right? And I'm chilling, I'm watching, I'm watching like a minute and 30 goes in. Boom, the 70 some bid hits. And it didn't even let me put in another bid. Like he timed <laughs> it so perfectly that I had no grace period. And I was, I remember I stayed late too. My girl was at the lake yelling at me and I'm there. I'm like, no, I'm getting this. I got my boy. He's like behind me watching. And I'm like, and then it just, just caught me. But yeah, I'm mad. I didn't see this one. I saw it last minute. I retweeted it this morning, but it was too late. Yeah, dude. I it was dude. I love the rage one, but obviously I'm a yeah. punk maxi. And uh, well, the dude, punk the fact so that sick, they're dude. tying in the actual NFT that ties in with the art is sick. Like you're getting an actual Cyber Sam that ties in with your legendary piece, bro. Like that is so so sick. And they have utility too, Joe. Like they, you get what is it? Five X rewards? Uh, shake? Uh, three X. Wow. Yeah. So you get like three X on the top points. of that. And then you get you and get like the highest level of the Seuss airdrop. And then, like, the other part we haven't done in a bit is, like, the, the people, the holders of this, we call it the Elder Council. And the idea is, like, that they get kind of, like, exclusive access to um, kind of consult on, like, creative direction of the project. So the main thing that that was back when we minted and, and like, um, a few months ago was the the comic. And, but we've, we've paused the comic for now. So, but we're going to do, like, we're going to get their take on some of the like the upcoming collection, some of the Sioux stuff. And yep. yeah. Even yeah. like we're working on, sorry, Shake, I don't mean to cut you off or like interject if I'm seeking it. No, you're good, bro. It's like, we're trying to make uh, stuff in the Elder Council more exclusive. So who knows if you have a legendary, you might be one of the few people who see the sneak peek of the new art before everybody else, because there are not going to be a lot of previews, if any. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> I love the legendaries, dude. They they're sick. I and you do get sake with it, right? I mean, you get a sake airdrop, which is the highest level of of sush right there, which basically counts as six. So you do get six as the key, 
I, that's all I know, right? I, I don't I don't know what you get, but you get something. Hockey's cool a little bit more special than that, dog. Uh, it's probably going to be a little more special than that. You heard it here first. Um, <laughs> let's talk about uh, a couple things last. One, you do have remaining uh, Cyber Samurai in the dev wallet. I, I know you've been kind of trickling those out via raffles um, with the legendaries now. You've been attaching like a thematic. So the, the Punk Helm one came with a Punk Helm, like regular Cyber Samurai, as well as a Rage one came with like the rarest Rage I've seen. Just the clean, like nothing on them. Nice purple background. It was sick. What else are you going to do with the, the Sams and the dev wallet there, Shake? Yeah, I mean, um, so I pay a lot of the team. That's what we use that for because we, like, don't make much on royalties right now. And it's a way right. to kind of, like, um, still compensate people. Um, and honestly, we don't have a great plan for most of them because <laughs> there's still so many in there. And there's, like, like, dude, we've gone through every, like, option and the pros and cons. And, like, um, I don't know. But I just don't think there's a great way to, like, distribute them yet. And so we're just going to continue to, like, Use them to pay, pay the team. You know, put them in these legendaries. You put them in the raffles. Um, but it's Smart. it's really hard to find like a good way to distribute these tokens that doesn't hurt or dilute the current holders. Like it's it's like almost impossible because yeah yeah like we don't we don't want to like yeah yeah no I, I agree with you Shay because it's like you dump that much supply on the market it's only going to negatively affect the floor price and hurt the the current holders but it's also shake has been doing a great job of giving it to people who's been active in spaces who come up and ask questions yeah so it's more like paying people not even paying people but giving deserving members or people we want in our community uh a, a cyber samurai yeah that's exactly it too i've been like like sponsoring our own twitter spaces and i just get raffling to people who like mm -hmm. contribute um Sometimes I was giving to people like I remember a while ago, like I was listening to like the deep spaces a lot. And I just like gave him two of them because I was like, bro, like, mm -hmm. if you want to give these away or whatever, like on your space, he's you know, awesome. go ahead. I love the deep. And the deep was bro. He was so funny. He was like, I'm never he's like, I'm never selling these, bro. He's like, I can't sell them. And I know for him, like there's like kind of a lot of decent amount of money. And uh, he was just like, bro, anytime somebody gives me a free thing, I never sell it. Like, I'll diamond face right. it. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, it's tight. And I like that. Uh, deep is so, dude, I, I will never, it, nothing makes my day more than going on easy spaces and hearing, hey, easy. You know, he's so <laughs> funny, dude. He's so that. funny. Um, no, that's good. Okay, final question for you. I, we also have some questions from the audience that I do want. We'll get into those first. Uh, any utility coming from the comic pages? Do we have any comic page utilities? Oh, these comic pages, man, they're tough. Um, <laughs> I mean, nothing right now, right? Like nothing right now. Um, they're just collectible. But yeah, we have some ideas that we're gonna do. Yeah, I, I was thinking, I was thinking the utility is the collectible side of it. So, yes. um, and then <laughs> yeah. Manny said, let's have a Sush collection, have a token, and have us do auctions with that token. What do you mean by that, Manny? Um, it's not really a question. My question for it you. What what's up, Dor? I, I interpret it as he's saying use Sush as a, a token where it's like, oh, if we have an auction, utilize Sush for that auction. We can do like some I think sush he's saying farming. to make a I think he's saying to make a Sush token that they get from staking or oh. something. Oh, yeah. okay. That's how oh, I interpret have, it. I don't know. We have different interpretations. Good job, Manny. You got us all <laughs> speculating up here. <laughs> last last question for you. We have Oh, he's saying for the Sams in the dev wallet. That's what he's saying. Oh. Yes, oh, that makes actually, sense. That's actually a good idea, bro. I kind of like that. Yo, I mean, could you pledge? Yeah. Is there a way be a way to pledge your NFTs in a way 
you pledge them, you, you pledge them, and then you rank people for how long they've pledged your NFTs, maybe, and then have like giveaways for certain levels of pledge. I don't know. I'm just rambling yeah, right now, but I think you guys. So we have dope. that with the levels. We have like, um, yeah, because our thing is oh, based dope. on Moonbirds. So they have, you have the credits. There's kind of like two like uh, factors. There's like, you have these points, these credits, and then you have the levels as well. Um, honestly, we haven't done a great job of u- using the levels that much, like, but it's something that we're I love that do. subset that you have levels though. That's because that, you do have a levels on one path. I never even thought about that though. So that's, that's yeah. beautiful. You have yeah. an ability to utilize that too. So there's so many avenues for you guys to take this in, which is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause it's, it's all about like, um, I've heard Frank talk about this, but like, like it's all about like making cohorts of your holders. Right. Because like, um, the reality is like you have 5,000 or 10,000 holders, whatever, like it's hard to give like a really meaningful reward to everybody. But like the more you can like ask them to engage and create smaller cohorts, like the higher value, like kind of rewards you can give because they, there's just fewer people. And so that's kind of like the whole leveling thing. That's what Moonbirds does. It's, we literally copied Moonbirds, bro. And then we just added some things on it. Yeah, I, I mean, look, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do it I really well. Members. I think it's, I think it's so cool what they, what they did, bro. Like in, in, in the time when everyone was doing like these Ponzi tokens, they did something different. Yeah, so it was. Shake. It, sorry, sorry, Bryson, go ahead. Um, I was just gonna talk about. No, you go ahead, Dora, and then I'm gonna yeah. talk about um, streetwear. What's up from yeah. streetwear after that? But yeah, you go ahead. Go ahead Dora. Yeah. Shake, you just brought up the point about like empowering sub communities within like the larger collection. What is Cyber Samurai is like Cyber Samurai actively doing anything that empowers their sub communities? I love when Doran gives me the money softball questions, bro. <laughs> it's so helpful. Um, yeah, bro. We gave <laughs> so we have like Pepe Dao is like the main sub community that like kind of emerged um, from the community. And so, yeah, we, we pledged, uh, there's 55% of the royalties on all of the Pepe NFTs. So it's about, I think it's about 8% of the whole collection. Um, and the Pepe is the, the, you know, Pepe the frog, like it's the humor, we call it the humor skin, but, um, yeah, so we, there's 55% of those royalties go into a multi-sig wallet that's controlled by a council, the Pepe council that they elected amongst the holders themselves. Um, and so, yeah. It's like, from my eyes, I'm like, you know, how do we, how do we make people really feel part of the project without like making the project like a DAO? Cause I always hated when projects are like, oh, like we're just going to let the DAO like do everything now. And it's like, well, bro, like what, what the fuck, you know, like you raise the money yeah. like, to do something. So like, we're still doing a lot of things like as this core centralized like unit of the team. Right. And we're making decisions about the money and, and managing most of it, but then we're, we can like let, uh, independent entity manage like a portion of things d- in a decentralized way. And I'm just kind of, it's kind of like a test. Like we'll see how this works if it, if it does anything meaningful, but um, yeah, like to me, those holders are the ones that like make those NFTs valuable. Cause they always are trading at like two or three X floor and people yeah. buy them there a lot. And every time I go into mm-hmm. space, people are like, Oh, I got to get a samurai. And like, they're like, Oh, should I get a Pepe? Right. It's like, a, it's mm-hmm. definitely like a phenomenon that they created that, base of holders that I had nothing to do with besides designing yep. the skin. And so I feel like they deserve to like reap their rewards and decide what happens with that revenue. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's, it's such a cool project to me too. Like it's, it's not groundbreaking money or anything like that, but it's enough that you can do cool things, like incentivize people yeah. to make cool memes and, 
and just proliferate, proliferate not only Cyber Samurai, but like their own sub DAO, um, mm-hmm. and in turn make their own money for themselves yep. to continue doing stuff like that. So it, it's a cool project. I think it'll work out because, uh, unfortunately, hate to admit it, Pepe DAO does have some like just really good content memers and, and mm-hmm. uh, producers over there. So, dude, the Pepe song was sick. Um, yes. We put it on SoundCloud. I can't even remember. Um, but it was, it was, it was, like <laughs> it was Chicago. Yeah, yeah, Ultron, Ultron to yeah. The, the audience too. So, Ultron, you did great work with that. Um, but yeah, the last question I have for you on Cyber Samurai before we move into some more market stuff is you do have streetwear, it is really quality stuff. I wear this hat more times than I care to admit. Um, as well as the shirt, it's a pretty routine, like rotational shirt for me. It's very comfortable. What else are we doing with streetwear, dude? So, um, I want, I'm gonna do more. I'm going to do more the short answer, but like the, so kind of like what I was saying at the beginning, right? Like, I, bro, I remember our interview and I ranted for like two hours about like this, that, blah, blah, all <laughs> these plans. Right. Cause I'm, I'm really passionate about every individual, one of these projects. I really, really care about like um, the projects within cyber samurai, right? Like the comic is a good example too. And like the comic has all this meaning to me and potential, but like um, the reality is we have like a very small team and we have very little funding and like, it's just we're, we're completely funded off like royalties, right? And now luckily Path, which is bringing in a small amount of money. But like we have to really like cut down on like um, any initiatives that like aren't kind of like driving like the core val- like value of the project. And so merch, unfortunately, is kind of one of those things where like we did it really well. And it definitely had people like I remember Easy Eats talking about it many times on his spaces. And it, it did get a lot of good press for us. But at the end of the day, it wasn't like a game changer. And so we've had to just kind of side table it for now, but it's definitely something we're going to do more of. And like people did appreciate it. And, and a lot of people bought the merch and we, we still have a bunch that I'm going to use for um, the raffles and stuff. But yeah, it's just been kind of like side table now, bro, until we can like get more money because I, I pay a designer to like do a whole process front to back. And I just handle like um, fulfillment and like, yeah, so I just have to kind of save up enough to to pay him again. But um, right, yeah. I mean, look, if it doesn't if it doesn't push the brand forward, like it is. It, oh, the other it, thing it, is, bro, it, we didn't have our stuff. I so I I just moved to Florida. We didn't get our stuff until like last Thursday. Um, oh so my goodness. I didn't even have the, yeah. the current merch that's already made. I didn't even have it until like a few days ago. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, that's uh that's what happens when we move cross country, bro. Um welcome to Florida. And uh I, I hope you guys enjoyed your first hurricane as well. I know you got way far away from here. Yeah. And um it's welcome. That was that was quite the welcome package there. It, it didn't uh, hit didn't hit you guys at all, not really, right? Nah, no, nah, it, it yeah. got St. Augustine just because of the tides and stuff and it brought a bunch of rain and so they, they got flooded down there. But um no, nah, we were we were untouched here. We didn't have a tree fall or anything, so um that's that's how you know it was it was overhyped i always worry about more the grocery stores and stuff around here mm-hmm. um because everybody goes on grocery runs and prepares yep. like we're about to see the apocalypse so yep um yeah besides that well i mean that's so that's good so cyber samurai is chugging along sounds like you guys now have your focus and everything like that too where you're just like hey we're gonna hyper focus on these things that are actually pushing the brand to where we want it to be and our high level priorities for us which is good i think a lot of projects can learn from that uh, because a lot of people like to have their hands in a bunch of different facets and um, get overextended, especially in a yeah, time yeah. where royalties may now like be a thing of the past. We don't know, yeah. of course, 
we'll have that talk here. It's been talked about so many spaces, dude. I'm like honestly exhausted from it. I think AMMs are, you know, a solution at least in the short term yeah. um, of, of generating fees and providing liquidity into your project, which I guess is another question for you before we move on from Cyber Samurai. Like with the dev wallet, would I guess would it make sense for you to to start a liquidity pool with some of those? Like not all of them, right? You don't want to no, do all have. of them because then you will yeah, have. We already have. Yeah. Okay. I figured yeah, as much. But, it, but it's kind of like the whole like, oh, I see HGE tweeting this. Like, oh, projects are going to make more from fees. Total myth, bro. Because yeah. like <laughs> if you if the project was making the same amount from fees, why would people even use the LP like really? I mean, you're not saving money at that point. Like, yeah, you can sell it a little bit faster. But um, I think a big reason why people use these other marketplaces is to make money on the fees itself. Mm -hmm. So. But yeah, we, but like to me, um, luckily, like nine months ago, like we were making no royalty money. And I like decided to like take my remaining funds from in and like try to build things that could produce like ongoing revenue. And so, like, that's what like Path is and the Tensei Ceremony, like Catch Kings using the Tensei Ceremony, right? Like they're our first customer for that. Um, like these things yeah. are like the, the culmination of like nine months of work where we were in a world where Cyber Samurai was at zero, we were making no royalty yeah. money. So I've kind of been like preparing for it in some ways, right? We do we do the legendaries, which like it doesn't dilute our supply, but it gives people like a high ticket item. It's very much like uh, Degen Apes, the crates, right? Yeah. Um, so that helps pay Jose's bills, like pay his his, his salary. Um, so yeah, there's like there's things that we're doing to avoid the royalties. But I was about to say something else, bro. Um, oh yeah, like I think like so one option that we've we've already had like some offers kind of tentative to like invest in like from VCs to like invest in like the cyber samurai, like IP part of the project, as well as like separately some of the tech um, tech products like path specifically. And like the, the difficult thing for me is that like once a project in, in my eyes, when a project takes VC funding, I know a lot of people say it's bullish, but like what it kind of gives is that the, the project has to, answer to two conflicting parties, which often have mm -hmm. like conflicting interests. So like they have to deliver value to the VCs and, th and they are mandated, like legally they have to do that. Right. And then they are supposed to deliver value to the holders. Right. And like how much value can a fucking NFT make r really? Right. I mean, yeah. like, let's be honest. Um, it's they're hard. It's startups. Nobody knows what yeah. they're doing. And so, yeah, I, like I'm in a position where I'm like, I want to make it work with just like, nfts you know like that would be like the coolest way to do that and only have like the holders to, to answer to um and that's kind of the whole like goal of what we're doing right now you know right with the shoes uh, yeah. and like with like yeah with all you know the the next collection that we'll announce soon yeah and that makes sense to me i've i've always had that same viewpoint shake where like i get it vc money is good i think there's ways you could do it that like you can still have them kind of be um involved and not have to answer to communities but for the most part most projects don't have the infrastructure set up where like i think the only way vc money comes in that you don't have to completely um kind of co-mingle those community the community as well as vc is like maybe through a token sale um and and even then you still have to answer them right so they, they have one path they want to go on or one vision they want to go on where it makes them the most money and then you have the community which wants to see, I would say, more alignment with what the project founders are in the proliferation of the you know, project itself, whether that's the IP or making money. 
um, or anything like that. Yeah. So it, it is, it's tough to manage. I, I like that you're not like just jumping on the VC bandwagon, especially now that royalties are kind of like subsiding and it's a real big conversation in the market. Uh, Cause I, I, I think there's going to be a, a turning point for NFTs. If we, if we go down the wrong path where it may be a, a point of no return or it's going to be very hard to revert. So um, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it's the way to go. Uh, Cyber Samurai is one for the future. And dude, I think you are the most undervalued like dude and project in Web3 where it comes to anybody I talk to about Shake or the project. They're like, yeah, Cyber Samurai is goaded. And I'm like, well, why are we still at a five floor price and you guys are still buying, you know, absolute dog water on the open market? Like you got <laughs> put your money where your mouth is. We, we blow yep. money here on Web3. Um, stop talking, start buying. So yeah. If yeah. We're working on fixing that dog. Like <laughs> we're working on fixing it and it's going to be corrected soon. Yeah. No, they, they go miss out. I mean, it's, it's yep. so cheap right now, dude. I would, I feel much comfier with my bags and cyber samurai than, um, just about any other project I hold outside of, you know, remnants, obviously. Um, and, um, yeah, I'd say those are my two biggest and, and best bags that I, I sleep cozily on so uh I mean, bro, we'll that means a lot dude that yeah means a lot to me yeah I, like, that's well, how I want, I want people to feel that way where they're like bro i'm not worried about it you know the price goes down a little bit goes up a little bit like uh, well that's it, you had a point now too dude where it's just like it's you've had the long time we're over a year now into the project where mm -hmm. like you don't have the when people anymore the people that are in it have been in it for a while or the ones that have bought in recently are like yo the community's not worrying. I'm not worrying, right? Like I'm, I'm just gonna like I'm along with the ride. We have some absolute chads in there that um, are some of the best people in Web three. I mean, it's one of the best tight knit communities I've been a part of. So um, yeah, it's easy to invest in. I think everybody should have. We have one. a lot of like creative people, like people who not necessarily like oh they're artists or musicians. We have that too, but like people who like want to contribute. That's what I like. Somebody asked me recently, and it made me think like, what is our community? Like what I what. Uh, identifies our community like what makes it different right and i realized that that uh, there's so many people who like are creators like whether it's yeah. content creators music art memes merch but you know like everybody likes to like do shit and that's really cool you know and then we have a lot of like of like the most biggest fucking whales and shit um yeah but, th but a and lot of them are too. yeah like and smart guys who, who like have done really well for themselves but like those guys are like usually the type to not they hate shilling you know so like we have like these guys like holding like a shit ton of Sam's, but you would never know it because like they don't shill it all the time, um, which I don't know. It's a good thing, but we need to get the fucking we need to get the fucking crazy guys who are on Twitter all day. You know, we need to get more guys like that on um, but we, the project. I do want to highlight the big brains that Cyber 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 Samurai has too. It's like what all three of us, all, all of us on stage right, bro. in the community. <laughs> and go, then man. we got Manny who's in the crowd. Manny has been amazing ever since he's uh came into Cyber Samurai. Uh Jay Shep has been awesome. Like there's just so many great people in the community that like provide value back in uh not only artistic ways, but also in terms of actual value of like plays you can get into. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's oh, yeah. I, it's a good good community to be part of. I know Joe Joe Joe's the most recent entrant. Joe, how's your experience been with Cyber Samurai before we move on? Absolutely delightful. I'm since the first time, homie. Two seconds, two seconds. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Yo, yo, I thought we were going to get our first Joe Rug of the show. I was like, hey, here it comes. <laughs> it ain't, ain't a show without yo, a Joe Rug. I, <laughs> the first time I was, I used it. 
first time I got on Path Protocol and the soft staking, I still had custody in my wallet. I tweeted about it. I was like, I don't understand why projects aren't using this. And especially like legality wise, if you want to reward your holders, but not like flood in a bull, bull crap LP or something like ruggy, like you want to reward your holders. This is like the, the streamline right to the veins. Mm -hmm. Like this is the most cleanest infrastructure. It doesn't even, it's custodial for new, for onboarding people. It doesn't freak them out. It doesn't leave their wallet. Like there's so, I, I just didn't understand the paradigm of like, why are people still using these glitchy approved for transactions, send, receive, send, receive? Like, why are they using this when this is so clean? Like, so that was my first reaction. And then, then I got into the, the Twitter group chat and just saw everyone that's like held for so long and just all the gigabrains that like you guys said, the community, I think shake um, the point that I want to grab on that he said is like everyone, there's like con contributors in there. Right. And that's so true. Like everyone has kind of like an urge in their body to like, like they put something out there that's good or a net positive, like try their best to, in their lane to put out information or help people, whatever it is. So I just think the community in itself is what pr will propel this forward because you guys are obviously nonstop working. That's not even the question. It's just like, Oh, where's the hype cycle or momentum to get the floor? But like that'll all come for sure. Just because of the fundamentals are so strong when an infrastructure yep. is that strong, I, I don't really worry about it. So yeah, I'm excited to be a part of the project, man, and be a part of the community and just be another pillar within the system man yeah it's fun dude i i, I do enjoy the dojo deuce me oh, truce baby i'm out here flexing bro don't even it's worry i see truth. your traps bro you see your delts already know bro i'm out here too bro, okay. I, I just worked on my traps today bro i can tell bro it's looking juicy dog. Hey, baby. Uh, you guys see my gym the home gym i'm in no, no. Oh wait, yeah, yes, I did. did. I saw the sixty, like 60 soul, and I said it was a great investment, which it was. Yeah, it was an amazing investment. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, somebody said awesome. it was the the Bitcoin pizza of soul. Um. So oh, somebody yeah, commented yeah. that. That was hilarious. I love that comment. I was like, I hope so, bro. That would be awesome. Be <laughs> the best home gym of all time. Um. I can, let's, bro, let's, there'll be a news headline. Florida man lost sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> you know, on a home gym. <laughs> 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 uh, um, all right let's get some news headlines obviously the one that is most recent and probably most prominent that i know a lot of people especially people who haven't been around for a little bit are going to lose their mind about is uh yuga labs getting invested uh, investigated by uh the sec um there's uh, a tweet that was posted out by watcher guru if you guys don't follow watcher guru um good headlines within the uh the nft and web3 and crypto space um thoughts what are we what are we thinking here guys i you know a lot of people are going to be worried about everybody sees sec investigation and they're like oh my gosh this is the end of nfts or something like that um shake i know you've been in it for a while uh i'm pretty sure joe has dorian got in with dogecoin uh we have ripple too like ripple, this reminds me so much of ripple um mm -hmm. which is still an ongoing i guess lawsuit mm -hmm. thing too so like hasn't even been resolved yet but um shake since you're our, our guest i'll let you go first what do you think about this what's going on here oh bro i mean i, I kind of thought it was inevitable you know and mm -hmm. like they, they said they're they're uh that the word they use is probing uh yuga which is pretty humor but yeah i mean i i think um i thought it was inevitable bro and like yeah. like let's be honest like a lot of the shit we're doing is like totally unregistered securities and um it just it sucks you know this might be like the beginning of the end of like the some of the freedom in nfts but 
Um, yeah, I don't think it's like, I don't want to overreact to it at this point, but there's definitely like, it's definitely not good, you know, but it was inevitable. Like we all knew it was coming, I think. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I just don't want NFTs to become like tokens where like, like what happened with tokens, right? Like everybody used to do ICO, everybody used to be able to participate in ICOs. And then now it's only accredited investors. And it's like very much like this, you know, behind the scenes game. And like they are getting these like outsized returns most of the time and like dumping on retail and um, NFTs. Sorry, I'm getting a call. But I'm NFTs good. were like NFTs were, the, were not were the op, were like uh, a more fair opportunity for people. And so I hope that it doesn't become like the token model, but we'll see. Yeah, that door. Go ahead, because you have a, you have a good point of like yeah. you're you're happy that they went after yeah. Yuga, right? Yeah, yeah man. So like I, I'm. I guess it's just my personality, but I'm always a perma-optimist. We could always get, like, bearish about, like, the negative things that happen on a daily basis. For me, we knew this was going to happen. Like, this happening is not a surprise. We knew it was a matter of time. Somebody was going to get hit. Guess what? At least the person with the most money in all of NFTs is the one getting hit. This gives this is the best case scenario. Like if SEC really wanted to like establish some archaic regulations or set an archaic precedent, go after the little guy who can't defend themselves. Dude, you're going after the creator of Punks, the owner of Punks, and the owner of BAYC. Like, let's go. Let's go. They're up. They've been working with the legal team for a long time, prepping for this stuff. So they knew it was a matter of time for happen. So their legal team's like, yo, we're good. We're ready for this. Like, let's go. They will be able to do this stuff for a long time. And even though it might not be in their favor, I think it'll work out positive because we'll have more clarification on regulation surrounding nfts going forward so everybody's not sitting here on crypto twitter like i'm going to jail um but i don't think it'll be as bad as everybody thinks it will be like i would be more scared if they went after cyber samurai no offense shake i don't think you can go against the sec dog so <laughs> you just like roll over and like take a beating even the thing with kim kardashian like they got her to pay two hundred fifty thousand, dog you think 250k anything to kim k God, no, dude. That's chump change. So people out here flexing on Kim Kardashian, oh, $250,000. Yeah, right. That's like Kim Kardashian's breakfast, dude. Come on. So it's like all these weird mainstream flexes that don't really do anything that's going on right now. I think this is just a headline for people and not necessarily. I think this needs time to play out. And God knows how long it's going to take. We have Ripple, who's been going on forever. And I foresee there's going to be a standing thing with uh, Yuga Labs, too. It's like they've been waiting for it. And guess what? I'm sure they can gather money from other people within the ecosystem to help fight this because their, their outcome is going to really set the precedent. So guess what? I'd give money to that. Hey, dog, let's get in there and go. <laughs> Yo, wouldn't it be hilarious if they did a fundraise with an NFT sale? Uh, of like you know lawyer <laughs> apes or something like that Yo. to fund their courtroom they would, that would be iconic oh i would i would buy it i would buy it just would for buy means, it dude. And then that would it. be incredible <laughs> um yeah joe joe what's your thoughts on the sec going after yuga what do you what are you thinking right here i mean it's inevitable right if we want the you know onboarding new liquidity it's regulation right big business everybody we want big moon big money moves slow Mm -hmm. And it waits for regulation, right? So it knows the loopholes in which to stand. So, I mean, it's inevitable. And I think it's just, you know, you go after low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging fruit is Board Ape Yacht Club. You got Snoop. You got Eminem. It's, 
the regular person web two can go, Oh, that's an NFT prop. So it's, you know, it's, I, I see what they're doing. I'm, I'm, Yuga's not scared. They have the right people in place. It's all about set. This is the first stepping stone to regulation. Just like mm-hmm. they've done the Coinbase, Binance, they've, you know, this is what it's, it's, you're seeing it happen, right? You're going to intent, you know, 2025 and you'll see the big money start rolling in and crypto probably expand from there. So I, I it's the first stepping stone, but like, like Shake said, right, we're going to lose some of that freedom and, you don't have to really worry about like reporting your tax, like, you know, really be on your P's and Q's, you know? So you should have been reporting that stuff on taxes anyway. So if you haven't been doing that, dog, you shouldn't be doing that, man. I live where you don't need to. That's that's that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're all moving to Puerto Rico. Um, Yeah. I I really do think this is like, you know, like you guys said, it's inevitable. It it was bound to happen. Like, Mm -hmm. Hey, everybody's going to, you know, any money that's been made and if it looks like a security it may even possibly qualify as a security, they're going to go after them and it's going to be a long, arduous battle. Don't overreact. All this is going to do is give us good entries right now, in my personal opinion. Um, not financial advice. I really have to say that now if we're all getting investigated and we're all going to jail. This is not financial advice. Do your own research. Uh, full disclaimer, I am not a financial planner or advisor. Um, none of us are on this stage. We are just, nope. you know, JPEG traders. So uh, when it comes when it comes to all this, I, I do think in the long run, this this will be, you know, kind of a blowover event that was bound to happen. And like Dorian said, glad it happened to Yuga. Not saying like I'm glad it happened, but like Yuga is the most prepared by far out of anybody else in the space um, was bound yep. to see this happen. Uh, yep. Talking about where you live, um, we are all Canadians, right? or all did not claim the Metaplex uh, airdrop. If you guys haven't, go to claim.metaplex.com. If you live in the U.S., you cannot do it. So, you know, don't claim them. Um, We are all Canadians, though. So um, that's that's how this works. You can go ahead and claim some Metaplex governance tokens. Um, Eligibility is, you know, based off of whether you are a candy machine creator, early adopter, Solana collector, Power user, digital artist, all that good stuff. They do have I that all broken down. Eligibility is based on if you're Canadian. <laughs> yeah, like that's, what you're yeah that's all. That's all it is. Um, a nationalist token. <laughs> yeah, it's a nationalist token. <laughs> so, um, I, I kind of want you guys' thoughts because I, I think there's everybody. Everybody was bound to dump these, dude. Like as yeah. soon as you got them, like you're you're selling them for the most part. I did not like get them and sell them in time, but before I thought I was like, hey, you know, it's worth holding on to some of these, like could be worth something someday. Do you guys, do you guys think, I mean, like Metaplex is a core component of what we do in our everyday lives, right? Like this could have some, some real use case, like the magic ticket with magic Eden, I guess now that they're losing market share, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, not as valuable, but uh, Metaplex token could be something that, you know, I'm, I keep an eye on as far as like trading wise. Um, what are you guys thoughts there? We'll go with Joe first. Have you claimed any tokens, Joe? You know, you don't have I, to may, I may have or may not, you know, um, I think I think Metaplex is interesting. I think their white paper on um, their NFT is interesting. I think the things they're doing basically, you know, like a free IDO allocation, just a way to get a full circulation going, you know, get the tokens out. So, like, I, I you know, if you didn't sell them and you're sitting on the white paper, I think, you know, it's a cute it's a, a key component into our ecosystem. Right. It's like re- literally the backbone structure. So. They, they could have really serious utility uh, case for for the NFT or for the token. I, I could see that, right? That's a possibility. So, I mean, at this point, right, it doesn't hurt to just hold it if you're going to get a few bucks or a 
couple hundred dollars, yeah. whatever, you know, I don't know if that's, it might be the opportunity cost here is maybe just stick it in, stick it in the wallet and uh, just hold on and see what happens because I could see, yeah. you know, I could see some cool things being derived from it. Yeah. I, I, I think there's, there's some intriguing use cases there. I mean, like I said, Metaplex is, is key component, right? So shake you, you are across the board. You, you, you have some eligibility there. Uh, when it comes to the Metaplex token, you know, what do you think about it? What are you, what are you, where are you going with this? Because you've been in the space for a while. You've been in DeFi summer and everything like that, right? So you, you've you seen these governance tokens. They they like having some volatility behind them. Yeah, I mean, um, I actually missed DeFi summer. I came in right after DeFi summer, um, unfortunately. Otherwise, I'd probably be retired. But um, <laughs> the... Uh, so the dude Metaplex, somebody asked me to get in this, like invest in their, uh, the la- latest round of financing, uh, funding. And, um, I'm pretty sure it was at a 500 mil valuation. Um, and I remember thinking like, yo, fuck no, bro. Cause like maybe during a, like during a bull run, yeah, that might five X, but like, yeah. I remember thinking like, no, nah, bro, I can outperform it. And I don't want to be stuck in this like illiquid bag, yeah. you know? Um, so I'm pretty sure the people who invested in it are like down like 90%, like down, like horrendous. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I, I sold mine. Um, and I was, I was debating not selling it, but then like, I think the, the, the people, the VCs who invested in it, like none of them really run like trading, um, desks. So like, first I was like, oh, maybe they'll pump it. Like, like, cause like that does happen. Like people will just like pump the airdrop and like to try to get retail to buy in and then they'll sell their like allocation. Um, but none of these firms really have trading desks. So I was like, oh, it's probably just down only. Like they're just like, no one's going to be like trying to trade and like prop up the price. That's a good point. Um, but I don't know. I do think that like, this is the type of thing where in a bull run, like this, the, the narrative around this coin, if it has, even if it has no utility, like the narrative around this coin would be really strong mm-hmm. because of the reasons you said. But right now I'm like, oh man, things are just bleak. Like, but it's definitely one that I would like look at buying uh, during a bull run. But just my general attitude about like, tokens right now is like i don't like to be in like long-term token positions like during a bear market because when the bull run comes back around like there's going to be like some new shiny shit that like outperforms everything um and so right now i just kind of like use nfts to like make soul and i'm just high conviction in soul like soul could go down 80 percent, and i'm like fine holding it so i just Mm -hmm. i just put it in soul bro i got a decent i got like 500 bucks of soul like because i um, cause my wallet is on like a couple candy machines, you know? So I got, they hooked yeah. me up a little bit, but yeah. There you go. That's cool. I love it. Yeah. Uh, door, what do you think about yeah. uh, the Metaplex token? Are you holding? Did you yeah. get any, um, you know, we're all Canadian. Yeah. Uh, I can't confirm if I did or not, did not get any, but if I did, it would be around 650 of these things. And <laughs> It, it just theoretically, when I looked at the chart, if I had that much, it was around like two soul when I saw it. So I'm like, if uh, I swap in and out for that, I'm like, I'm, I would be good. Like, I'm not worried about two soul. Um, right. I just think uh, also in alternative uh, areas, like during my time in Canada, I, I was also eligible for the optimist, uh, OP airdrop, optimism, optimism, optimistic. Yeah. Oh, the L2 or an ETH or whatever. I forgot its name. Uh, when tokens, when they're airdropped, have a trend of being dumped, surprisingly. So I never sell during that first dump because I always think there's going to be some type of rebound. So I'd just rather hold on to it. And then, like, I managed to 
check catch the charts of optimism when they pump to like 140 150 boom great exit price because that would have yeah it was after opportunity calls holding on to that airdrop but at the same time like optimism is not going anywhere so might as well hold on to it we saw the same thing with apecoin the big dump when it was first done and then shoot back up i think the same thing applies here i don't recall any token being airdrop just straight going to zero i'm sure they exist but it's not the norm so I would apply that to Metaplex and just hold on for a little bit. It might take a couple months, but I figure I'll just hold on to a free airdrop for a couple months. is not that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so too. I, for me, it was, you know, like such a insignificant amount. Of, well, I don't want to say insignificant. So I think you should stay liquid. We've been saying that on the show for yeah. ages now, it feels like. So, you know, any liquidity you can get, go ahead. I'm not going to fault you for selling, but it's one of those things where I, I'm kind of just holding on to the bag and like it was free. What's the cost yep. basis, you know? Um, yep. So, but that's, of course, if I've lived in Canada, you know, I'm yep. not Canadian and I certainly don't have any. Um, regardless, I, I do think there's a play there. You know, it's always curious. There was a little run up last night of um, when it was announced. I made, made like a, a whopping one sole trade on the Metaplex hey. white paper because um, it's one of those like we always talk about accompanying goods and stuff like that on, on the show where I, I, I saw that the drop was announced. I was like, huh, I'm going to buy one of these right now and just watch it run up because of like, you know, the, the thing gets dropped and people speculate, you know, like what could happen with this white paper? Who knows? And um, yeah, just made, it's one of those things that like, I always say, watch the market. You know, if you see an accompanying good um, for instance, so dead has been a hot topic um, of discussion lately where it was like, so dead goes up and coffins or arsons nation hasn't gone up like maybe those are delayed gratification plays that we talk about so much on the show so keep in mind we always like t teaching you how to fish not you know fishing for you fishing for um <laughs> looking for those plays that's the that's the way so metaplex white paper was was a nice little run up i think it'll come back down and you know if you want to trade that I, I don't fault you i think there's only a thousand of them i don't know if they're going to be collectibles i don't know if there's going to be any utility with them but the speculation is what drives price up so yep um yeah i like looking at those plays we do have critters cult has been you know hot topic lately one of the best art projects i've seen on solana in a long time um probably top three top five pixel project i've seen across all chains really i mean it is so good from rgb release the art map so this is an art driven project there's a ton in there i'm not gonna get into every single bit of it but like there's a whole ecosystem. You have Sun Studio and everything underneath it. Soul Sunsets. I remember, dude, I remember seeing Soul Sunsets at like 0.5. And I was like, man, this is really cool art. Like, I just, I love the banner of it. I was going to make it my banner. My friend was like, no, you can deploy capital better than that. And I'm so upset about it. Um, yeah, they're like eight now. Yeah, they they ran up, dude. They ran up to yeah. like 13 or something like that at one point. I was like, you're, you're joking me. Um, whatever. That's fine. I'm going to toss it to the side. But there's a whole ecosystem that comes with it. There is going to be Sun Saga um, coming in at the end of next year. It sounds like Q3 of yep. 23. So something to watch out for. They do have pixels. Now, you guys are critters maxis now. You guys all have critters um, between Dorian and, and Joe. I'm not sure if Shake does. And uh, Shake's with me in the, the critter list. Bro, you, you just reminded me that I still have one. I think I'm going to fucking floor it right now. On, <laughs> oh, on air. Live on air, baby. Nobody <laughs> <understand> <laughs> me. Uh, <laughs> Well, now you can you're talking about it, bro. And I started thinking, what's my thesis on this? And I was like, God, I have no good thesis, bro. And like, well, uh, when, when he was like the best traders I follow. He says like this thing where he's like, 
most like 99% of the time, the best trade is no trade. And then like a few times a year, there's like free money on the floor and you got to take that money, you know? Yeah. And I have to remember that more because sometimes I'll just buy into something with like the weakest, like, like no thesis where I'm just like, oh, it's like got some volume. But I yeah. Yeah, I dude, I'm I am so guilty of that. And it's true. Moving slower and like making more conviction plays is always the move. Mm-hmm. And I always forget it every single time, every single day. I will I'll be like, huh, this got some volume to it. Then the numbers look good. I have no idea what it does. And then um next thing you know, you're down 20%. So and then you're like, man, I just took a 20% loss in like a day, dude. I, like on whatever investment I made. So definitely um, you know. Some people are really good at chasing those kind of trades. I, I I found more success more times than not finding those deep conviction. I'm gonna hold on to those for like month, six month uh, kind of time horizon, and um, you know make my money that way. That's how we made our money with Dust. That's how we made our money with um, yeah, dude. Bro. Shake Shake did it with uh, Lotus Gang, dude. That Lotus Gang call was legendary. I remember that weekly FOMO where you're like, yo, Lotus Gang's at like one one point five or something like that, like. You guys should be buying Lotus. Like that was like a you bro, that's funny you brought that up. That was like one of the things I was literally just thinking of. Like, because the last two like really good NFT trades I had were Dust and Lotus Gang, and it was like yeah. I it was like free money. Like I felt like oh my yeah. god, like like I'm gonna buy this in as much like size as possible. Like because it's just like a free money trade. Lotus yeah. Gang worked out. I, I sold some at like eight nine. Like it went way higher than I thought it would. To be honest, um, yeah, I, I still have I, a couple, but. I, I know I miss I miss the Pico top like I, we are on air with easy and I remember I was like I I'm taking profits I now. Think you top dust though, bro. You traded dust way better than I did. Um, like yeah, I, 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 I did hit. <laughs> well, so yeah, no, I I bought back in like a third of my bag, so I didn't like completely buy back in. But yeah, dude, I was I was like, why did I like why did I do that? Like I it was like three point one. I was like I made a you know point six five spread. Um, I will say, uh, scrap was another big play that door and i made door was really the conviction guy behind that and then joe got me with liberty square um yeah which we yeah. both shared the opinion but i'm thankful i have joe and door to back me up on some of my ideas because joe was the one who was like bro conviction play go for it mm-hmm. these guys are always present and like we got in yeah, at like yeah. what two sub sub two soul and that was like free money dude it's still yeah. at 15 or something like that it ran up to i 20. feel like bro that's the same as critters like i'm like i'm thinking about it i have a critters i would much rather have a lib square yeah like that, i have way more conviction okay. lib square going higher that, than that's that is that is 110 yeah. my exact thinking shake is i was looking at it i almost bought back into critters at like 20 plus soul and i was like man these feel like they just have momentum and i was like okay well what do i you know think about my trades the most successful trades I've had. Is it the ones that I, I, you know, I bought in on analytics or hype or momentum? Mm. No, it's the ones that I have conviction in. And so yeah. I kind of just looked at it. I was like, should I just like, they were the same price as squirrels. As squirrels were actually like five sold less. And I was like, I think I should just hold on to the soul, man. Yeah. Like if anything, I should just go with this, this squirrels. And I'm glad I did not. I, I really do think critters could be very successful. I think they would be three ETH minimum over on on ethereum like i just think that's a different uh, we don't value art enough we are not a mature enough space here um and have a longer time horizon like eth does and it's just a more mature market over there and i i want it so desperately on solana i want it so desperately mm-hmm. um just like i want the the less win people and more like hey we're gonna pump up this community we're gonna be awesome community members or like um i i want to say like an investor's paradigm where it's like hey i have a time horizon on this 
Um, but I'm also going to be a positive reinforcement on my investment rather than just like, you know, FUD my own bags, which we do so much on Solana, dude. I've seen it so many times. I can't even count. Uh, and I do think Critters Colt would be more successful on ETH. And I think that's why Adam is going over there with Iron Paw. Like, it just makes sense. So, um, yeah, Liberty Square. How high do you guys think Iron Paw can go, bro? Or four Yo, I'm I glad think, you brought this up. <laughs> I love talking about 4x4 I, and Iron Paw. We're, <laughs> we're the fucking 4x4 experts right here, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I actually... Um, so that was another reason I, I was like, I'm going to hold on to Lick because I think like I can get into Iron Paw like um, or four by four supply chain, um, the Voxel Monkey drop at like 20 ish soul. And would you rather have a Critters Colt or would you rather have Iron Paw whitelist like and a nice piece? I love the four by four art. Um, I, I don't think it's talked about enough because everybody talks about Iron Paw gang, but the four by four art is is so fun to me. Um, but anyways, yeah. Your guys' thoughts. You guys are the the Iron Paw experts at this point. Uh, Door, what do you what do you think uh, Iron Paw goes to? Yo, I believe Iron Paw is going to be a, a couple ETH off the back, dude. And for those who are, if this is your first time tuning in, yes, I do own Iron Paw. We had Adam on the show, and I'm going to buy more. Uh, I don't have Iron Paw. I have four by four. And guess what? I'm gonna be buying more five four by four. So just put that out there now. But dude, I'm super bullish on Adam. Adam's making all the right moves to set this thing up for success. He's brought a punk specifically to network with the punk community to like give whitelist out to them. He, I'm not, wouldn't be surprised. He's already talking to the founder of Proof Collective. If you don't know who that is, it's the uh, in the I guess head branch or company or whatever who uh, owns slash created Moonbirds. Um, I'm sure he has connections over to the board apes. So the community he's facilitating around or creating or curating around his work is going to be top tier. Guess what? Those guys don't sell, and ladies too. They don't sell. They hold. They support the individual of the project and hold. And on the, those networks opportunities that he's creating is going to make this thing run. I'm buying, I'm. don't get me wrong, I will flip my 4x4, four four, like one or two of them, and I will have a. Uh, I'll have half my bag just to mint uh, R and par and hold it. Yeah, I, I think that's true. Joe, you're, you're, you're another four by four guy you have four by four in gm which we can talk about too i i do think dude i think these additions are the one that are going to hold their value most um you know like prominent artists in the space that are doing cool crossover events um such as iron paw or you know curated additions for their holders and yeah. stuff i think they're going to be the ones that like will continue to drive the space forward so i've been getting so one into one of one art but joe i want to hear your thoughts where do you think iron paw goes Ah, uh, there, there, there it is. No, 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 we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. No, we're good. We're good here. We're here, baby. We're here. Your over and unders are going to shit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, our yeah, dude. I think four by four has some some real leg room. Um, I think people on ETH. I mean, they dude, they don't have anything going on. They're minting crap daily. Like they really are. And I think a quality project with Adam's name and the voxel style and I, I just think it will do very well i think the whitelist around mint will start to get to to get some some real volume coming in from uh, from external like ETH players that want to get into the mint that aren't privy on it yet because it is a delayed gratification play so i think it's a great play to have a few to flip to make your soul to make the basically iron paul mint free for you like your 0.15 to 3.3 uh eth you know have that for free as well as your 
four by four. And I think that's a great play. So, yeah, I mean, I'm very bullish on it. I'm trying to stack like the John Lee, like Lotus game. I'm trying to stack these delayed gratification plays with some of my soul rather than just staking it. Like we've played before, like I'm betting on a higher reward rate than six to 7% um, based off putting my soul in this play rather than putting it into a validator or my node, you know? Yeah. So um, that's how I'm looking at some of these plays as well. And like, DJ and Trash Panda, I picked up one of those today just because, like, man, I see the protocols that they're building and moving towards and and things of that nature. So, like, I'm all into that. Like, I don't care if it falls flat on their face, but I'll support anybody trying something new and, and go a different direction. So, yeah, I'm, I'm bullish on, on Iron Paul for sure. All right, Shake, we'll go with you next uh, since I know you own quite a bit. Bro, Largest holder, dude. So, Bison, you had a really good point, which, like, I'm not saying you're wrong on like, cause you said, Oh, you know, uh, the mint's not for a while. And I, and when I bought, I bought like 11 of them and I didn't even realize when the mint was. <laughs> um, and so I sold a few of them. So I think I have seven left, but I sold them. Like I did lose actually, I actually lost money cause the royalties. Um, mm -hmm. anyways, uh, I just, I just did it. And I, when Dorian said three ETH, I was like, Oh, that's, that's a good point. We got to think about this in ETH terms. Yeah. And three ETH would be 120 soul, which is like sounds so like outlandish. Like I can't imagine these going that high, but it's possible, right? I mean, we talked about this on your guys' Twitter space. Like the the onboarding tool to Soul is that he has the whitelist spots on Soul for you to buy, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if that happens, the 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 supply is small enough, the listings are the listings are so thin that like this thing can run pretty quick. The, the thing I'm a little bit worried about, like I, I feel like I should list mine now, just list them on the way up because yep. sometimes trading these additions when it's so illiquid, like mm -hmm. the price will pump overnight and then like there won't be yep. a buyer for like a whole day and then the price dumps 50%. Yep. It's like, so I feel like the play is to like have the price targets now and, I, yep. and I'm going to list some, but I still want to mint a couple at least. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I think hitting a hundred soul, I guess what I'm saying is I think hitting a hundred soul like actually isn't that crazy. Like no, it's totally nope. possible. Um, over on ETH, yeah, right. I I really do think like, man, it, it would not surprise me at all if it goes to a two ETH floor. And he's talking about anywhere from 0.15 to 0.35 ETH, mm -hmm. which I it sucks because I I do have some ETH and liquid over there. But if I get as many as I want to, as far as whitelists go, it's it's gonna be a good bit of ETH. And you know, I should probably buy now in case it does yep. run up. But um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and buy my cost, uh, so I don't have to manage funds from my my uh what's it called ledger yeah i mm -hmm. i just don't want to move funds from there dude i, I hate paying gas that's one of the big things for for ETH. i, I, I just something about it just like ugh, i'm gonna have to pay for it anyways from a, a centralized exchange but at least i don't have to get it on my wallet uh yeah. i do think i mean i just think this is going to be such a, a a huge project from a great artist and how could I've seen all the previews. They look so sick over there. Like they're so well done. It's insane. I, I think this runs like Joe said, they've been minting absolute dog water on ETH over there. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of these projects look like just derivatives of other projects. I've seen like mm -hmm. weather report plus like cool yep. man's is like an, a project that has been doing numbers lately. And um, I don't know, just, they they're just recycling ideas over there, and I think Adam has something fresh, um, and he's making all the right connections. So I I do think and, this pumps. I think we go to two two ETH men, um, mm -hmm. and like Shake said, that's that's eighty soul right there, bro. Like, are you kidding me? Per like that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. And I think one thing people don't realize is that you get two NFTs when you mint. 
you get the the mech and the driver. So that's you're getting two NFTs for the price of one, which I think is awesome because now it's like you have a market, a market. for it. It's like if you want to sell your NFT, go ahead, but you still have your driver that you can keep. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think. I think there is a play there. I, I am trying to get more, I think, over the next week or so, mm-hmm. uh, solely because Adam did come on the show and was like, you know, there is going to be a catalyst. He did reply to Dorian and say there's going to be a catalyst um, sooner than Ironpaw yep. uh, whitelist. So we'll see what that entails. He did hint at a big collaboration he couldn't say no to with another Solana artist. Mm-hmm. I You want my speculation? I think John Lay announcing that he's, uh, got good morning um, is going to be our GM and, and first edition are going to get like whitelist to this upcoming edition. I think it could be an Adam X John um, collab dude. And I mean, those are two of the, if not the biggest artist on Solana um, collabing together. Like that's the only person I can think of that he, he can literally just like look himself in the mirror and be like, you have to say yes to this, you know, with all the stuff you got on your plate. Um, It just goes nuts, dude. So GM GM under 10 souls free. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think, so. I think so too, Joe, I, what, what is it at right now? I haven't checked, but I think eight was like where I was interested in buying. Um, I, I haven't even checked, but dude, it is, it's one of those things, like you said, Joe, delay gratification, it'll come into play and everybody will FOMO in and you know, that's when you buy two and you, you parse off your bag. So yeah, it's, Last, it's like 9.88 right now. Like yeah, yeah, it's getting it's four getting in there. Four is so you might be able to start seeing some decent entries here. Um, Bro, I, so I, I All right, I know Joe and Bison. You guys do TA like um, you trade coins and stuff. Like, what do you guys think of Soul the token price right now? Because that's like the one thing for me with some of these like two month, three month trades. I'm like, I I'm not saying Soul will go lower, but I could. It's probable to me. Like, but I don't know. Like, um, I didn't. I didn't think it would shake but it's seeing price action lately i'm like ah, right, you know it, it definitely could reach back down in there um and i always i always compare it to like a fractal from eth back in uh 2018 right when everything crashed is like they had one more leg lower before it came back into the range we're seeing right now and i can definitely see like solana goes to what do i have mapped out here um like 16 or something like that would be like you know yeah. i can see that being yeah, like the measured like, move leg lower bro, my- Dude, harmonic wise, my one and my one point four one four has me has my my high buy zone, which I'll stack some some orders up at sixteen point five to down to eleven point nine. Worst case scenario, yeah. Um, I think liquidity can be tapped down to like that twenty seven range and still hold market structure if BTC holds seventeen six. Um, but I mean. Right now, I mean, it, 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 if we shift to 50 BPS in December, we, we might be able to see a small Santa rally and and might get that push back to 44 or 50, maybe, you know, take some liquidity. But, yeah, man, I, I think that 16 number you said there, Bison, has some play, um, worst case. Uh, that's, that's the thing is I will always front-run my number, though, just a little bit because ev- – I almost caught the very Pico bottom the last time I did this. And it's like, I didn't front run enough. So I just have to like front, like, so if it's 16, uh, maybe it's 20, maybe that's the psychological level. I don't, I really don't know shake. I, I think it could go lower, but like, dude, we all know where this is going. So all I'm going to do is DCA. It's not like I'm going to like mega trade it right now. It's such a crab range. It's gross. Like 
the profit amount I get from it, unless I'm using leverage is like, who cares? Sort of like I would, I would rather not risk losing a really good entry. Cause I've DC, I think my entry now is like 32 ish of my, my bags I bought over the past couple of months. And I would hate to lose any of that because I, I, we just know where this is headed, bro. Solana is the future. Like I, I try not to be a maxi or anything like that, but we just, we're going there. So I don't know. What do you think? Where are you at, Shake? Uh, with the sole price, I mean, dude, honestly, I just really don't know. And like, for me, my personal portfolio, like, I have like a little bit of a longer time horizon where it's like, like with some of these NFT trades, right? For for four by four, it's like, yeah, could soul go down 30, 40%? Yes. But if I make a lot more soul on that, like in the long run, like, yeah, it's it's going to be a good play to just get more soul right and it'll probably still outperform dollar wise like if it does like a 5x like that's you know um the, the soul's price going down but for like the fund that i manage like that is like just pure dollar returns like they don't give a fuck about soul you know and yeah. um so i'm always like for them it, you know i i usually trade the same but right now with some of these plays like with four by four I've, the things i've been buying recently are four by four um lib square and uh thug monkeys i don't know if you guys talked about that but i love the thug monkeys play no. um not as exciting like not as not as like high upside i would say but bro i minted the original thug monks i got my <laughs> 3D and everything i got jungle coin that was my first time i ever <laughs> got liquidity from a, a, a community yeah bro i've been in this i've been in this since november coin, last year so yeah that. dude, that's yeah. sick bro i can't believe they're still around like vibing they're the first person to airdrop liquidity i feel like to like in the solana dgen space like Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone was doing that before where you could go to an actual, I forget what decks it was like jungle. What was the decks that you could get? Or like the, what I forget where I swapped Dex it. Lab? Was it Dex Labs? That was it like a popular one for the shit coins. Yeah, it might've been, it might've been. But yeah, yeah dude, Thug Monks, that's hilarious, bro. Bro, he's, he's, so he's doing a new one. It's, it's very similar to um, the thing I keep comparing it to is Lotus Gang. Like, cause Yako, the guy who founded it, he was NF totally back then. Right. And he was like, bro, like he was like the biggest influencer in like the early days. Um, and he's really well connected, whatever, really good at marketing. And but he's doing a new, like more like serious collection. And if you have two thug monks, then you get uh, one of the free mints of that. And so I'm looking at the thug monkey's price. It's at two. And I'm like, will his new thing be above four? I, I feel pretty good about it. But like I said, what it maybe will be eight. Maybe it's like a two X. So it's not like insane upside, but it's one of these things where I'm like, feel pretty confident in that it'll trade like 100% higher. But Again, that's where it comes in with the soul that like this play specifically is one where I'm like, will soul go down more than thug monkeys go up? And I'm like really on the fence about it. So I don't know with four by four, it's an easier decision, like because the upside is just fucking tremendous. But yeah, thug monks art, bro. It's crazy. Is that, is that it? Is that, is that the, the <laughs> yeah. that's the 3D? So the, yeah. The original the is thug yeah. Yeah. It'll show some pixel ones. Yeah, Thug Birds and FMB. Yeah. yeah, I had the chains and the blunts for the ones I was stacking for the longest. Bro, I made some good flips off of Thug Monks, too. Bro. This is These awesome. like 10 or something, right? When yeah, was dude. Like and it was back when Solano was almost like $200, bro. I was like, <laughs> you know, it was killing. God, I miss those days so much. Can we just send it back now, please? Like, I'm I know, tired right? of the, the trading for, like, you know, lunch money uh, stuff. <laughs> once, once we go back to 100, dude, I'm I, I'm in. Bro, let's go. Like $100 yes, sold. God bless. We had it so yeah. good.
Yeah, we'll be um, flying to see each other on private jets. Yo, <laughs> yeah, ain't never lied, dog. <laughs> um, all right, cool, thug monks. I'm, I'm definitely gonna be looking at some some monkeys. I totally forgot about these things. So, oh, you know what? Could I ask you a quick question? What do you guys think about the castle, the kings, the castle? They're building that whitelist marketplace. It's gonna. It's it, the UI UX is very similar to Blocksmith Labs. Except they're allowing like SPL token trades for actual Discord rules instead of like having to do it like in a weird way to be on blockchain. The only reason I'm asking because the accumulation they had from 1.89 soul to three soul was insane. Like, so who's buying that? I saw Which the UI user 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 in the Discord. It's the Kings, I think, on Magic Eden. Yeah. And Hyperspace, I think it's the Kings. So I, I've had these, but I'm watching them and I, I read the white paper and the white paper looks cool. They have a. Uh, cool art coming for the Queens, which is like a two, two, two collection. I don't know. So this is one I have my eyes on as well. Something like the Thugma, like, will, will this next collection drop? And like, this has like a liquidity type of deal. Like, I don't know if it could steal any market share from BSL and actually be decent. And you can go and sell a discord roll or something like that in a safe manner. I think, I feel like it's got legs, but that's yeah. a very speculative. I'd read the white paper, look into it. You know what I'm saying? I'm asking your yeah. guys opinion. Because I'm not saying I'm right or wrong here. Just it's curious. The only thing that I would say, like, it sounds good. However, we're in a bear market. So unless whitelists are popping off, you're not going to see a return. Yeah. 100%. However, if, like, the market turns around, and, like, I think it's a great play. That's that's the only issue from what I – not even issue, but only critique that I have on it. Yeah, man. Yeah, I I, I think, guess the time to buy these would be when whitelists aren't popping yeah, off. Yeah, right? yeah. So like now. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, like I think okay. So when it comes to these mints, because it didn't mint too long ago, right, Joe? I mean, it was like what two yeah. three weeks ago. I can't even remember. Yeah, I think it was only like I think I minted. I think I minted each one for like point eight, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, well, it's really good return. So I always think of most of these mints that aren't like absolute star studded blue chips like i mean critters cold is probably the most recent example where we saw whitelist tokens literally trading for 10 um three sold mint goes up to 20s you know mid 20s yeah, yeah, in the bear yeah. market um that like that was probably the most you know obvious play but i always think of it like this um bsl just has some of the best whitelist management and everything like that then i'm gonna say Botheads is right below that. And I think what Botheads is doing is a really cool thing where they've, I mean, Papa Mumu is finally using his like true connections in the one-on-one space where he's getting, like, I just secured a low fronts, um, you know, a whitelist spot with, with Botheads. Um, I, I got, I got Clanosaurs. I got um, uh, Popheads is another one that, you know, like he gets all these allocations. So you have to really look at like what whitelist they're getting um in order for it to be valid so for me i think it's in the speculation phase where it's like it sounds really cool and all that good stuff but until they prove they can get all these hype whitelists i i would take the money and run personally but i i mean like that's a 4x dude granted i don't know enough about it so maybe they have some other cool stuff cooking yeah, yeah um, but it, just that's great advice, Mason. Wait, are you saying that they are getting? Aren't you saying that th that they'll let people sell their Discord accounts? That's what you're saying. Yeah. They'll, they'll do right. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little different. Yeah, I it saying. is. Yeah. It, if you look, I mean, it's just off a of sheer volume play. Like I've never seen someone come in and buy up 92 percent of the supply in that range in that veracity there, and like people are spending like nine, ten. So I just don't understand. So I've read the white paper, and the white paper was like, oh, okay, this is 
definitely different if they're able to pull this off in a secure manner. I don't know how they will because I'm not a dev. But, like, they supposedly have, like, four or five full-stack devs on the team that are fully doxxed. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking into it because it's a play where, like, one of those plays where either, like, it goes back down to my mint price and I sell for an even or a little bit of a loss or I ride it out to double digits. But, you know, for the most part, I'm liquid, man. I'm rocking with you guys with these plays we're talking about. And botheads, honestly, Bison, that's a good I, – I, I should probably pick one up just for, like, the allocations because I feel like you get every hype allocation there is always. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it's a well, yeah, that's that's just I'm, most of the time, yeah, but they usually get a good amount of them, dude. And there's only 2,200 like uh, botheads, so it's it's not too hard to get a hold of them, but like it still is, it, you're not everybody's getting them, so I, I don't know, like botheads right now, they pumped a little bit, so I maybe wait for a retrace, but they're getting some like it's just like Cyber Samurai that I feel very confident because the people buying them right now are like people I know are waiting for oversized returns, not just trying to flip for lunch money, um, yep. which is important. Like I know we just got um, basket basket, just bought a bot head, you know, and everybody loves basket and the fellows and stuff like that. Mm. Um, Skyhook oh, yeah. is a prominent collector um, who just bought in. Like we got some, we got some really permissionless just bought like names. I recognize in the space that I know aren't just trying to like sell for a soul. Um, is that's the reason I feel pretty confident in the buy, and it's one of my longer term holds. It's kind of up there with remnants and are they Cyber a competitor Samurai. with BSL botheads? Yeah, yeah, yes. but they. I mean, like they they offer their own like um. A, one, I think the tool is so much easier to use, like outside of a Discord or anything like that. Um, like you you click a link and all you do is you sign in with the Discord and that's it. Versus like um, I, I want to say it's so much easier because Mercury's clean dude it's clean um it's it's more or less the connections that mumu has like he is he is the most connected dude and i mean he curates for big brain gallery like that is one of the biggest galleries in the space um in terms of collection size so i i bet on people i do it often that's why i bet on cyber samurai it's why i bet on you know i, I love stud and and the team over at remnants why join remnants is is because they're just they mean well. They want to build cool stuff, um, and it's it's. What do you Moomoo, look for man. in honors? Like, I'm, I think it's an interesting com combo. Like, because I mean, I'm the same as you. Like that to me, that's like the most important factor, probably. Um, yeah. But I'm curious, like, what qualities like um, do you look for? So, so yeah. Can I ahead. interject real quick? Yeah. I, this is called rare fud for a reason. It's because we rarely fud projects. Um, I uh, I love Papa Mumu is awesome. First of all, let me get this out the way. Papa Mumu is the man. I love like what he's doing with Malbec with Mumu, having some great one of one artists. Like that's top tier quality content right there. Love it. Great dude. Um, my problem with Botheads is that it can it doesn't seem that they can scale quick enough. Uh, Blocksmith Labs is, is like has a large majority share, and you're right, Bison. If they're able to capture that, it's great. But I, Botheads has mentioned a while ago, and yet they have not been able to scale to a point where I'm like, oh, they can compete. That's my only issue with Bothead is, is that it's not scaling fast enough, and it seems like Papa's Moomoo's skill doesn't match with the project. I, uh, well, I disagree with that because uh, what what whitelists have have Mercury gotten lately that have been super hyped? Like, when is the last time you logged on to Mercury? I'm not in my uh, this point is not about 
hypeness of whitelist. It's about if you have a management tool, you want to make that tool accessible. It, does that make sense? It's not like, I don't care about the quality of mints that you have. I care about how many people are using that because that's how the value would come back to for me holding the NFT. Uh, the value for me is, is getting those hype whitelists, mm -hmm. right? So I, yeah. <laughs> if he's got the most hype, like I got Popheads, Clannosaurs, yeah. and and uh, like low fronts. Those edition, are good mints. Like Don't that. get me wrong. I'm like yeah. not I, knocking the quality of it. It's just like in my – and this is what I was a bothead holder no longer. Uh, I'm still wishing the project the best. It's just that if you're not scaling your tool, in my opinion, I don't think that it's valuable long term. Well, they're also cross shot. Like I guarantee you, they're going to be managing Iron Paw gangs uh, whitelists. Look, I can almost that's I can great, man. And like I'm open to be proven wrong. <laughs> I did take a loss, and if it does scale, guess what? Congrats to the holder on that on that complaint. It's just like yeah. that's my critique of it. That's fair. Um, okay, that's that. Yeah, I'm I'm in the point where it bothead's pretty much been a stable coin for me. Like it, it mm -hmm. hasn't really moved in soul terms, but the value I've gotten out of it, uh, yeah, being yeah. older, um, mm -hmm. is like, it's oh, paid yeah, for it's, itself. So yep, I, I feel you on that. That's fair. Um, okay. What else are we looking at guys before we head off? We've been on here for an hour Alpha and a half. Second? This is like 30 minutes. Yeah. Let's get the, you guys know anything out. about the, uh, about this Liberty square. So they're just announcing something big in two days, basically. We just don't know yeah, what it is. Over at over at DJ and NFT or whatever the the conference over at uh, Las Vegas, right? I think they're one of the only projects that are over there, so that that's always good. But I am I am watching that. You know, we're big sell the news people. You know, um, so it's it's always something to watch over there and just like see because I think expectations from NFT DJs, especially in Solana, is always sky high and. Um, even if it's not sky high, they follow the sell the news thing. So like, it doesn't matter how big the announcement yeah. is. Like it almost always sells, you know, like the last time I it's like selling off right now. That's why I'm like, I'm I was looking at the chart. I was like, I thought they already announced it based on the chart, but yeah, I think, I think it's 15. just anticipation. Yeah. So they're selling I mean, the news well, early, I guess. I know yeah. the one is probably, I mean, obviously cupcake protocol, they'll be utilizing their infrastructure, but I think there's, like lolly they're they're also building like lollipop uh same guys that built obviously like metaplex all that dtp all those back-end devs they're building like lollipop too which is like a one-click type of service that will onboard a lot of web too i think because one click is super important for uh onboarding like a low entry level like just a one-click service which is super hard in our auto like all these transactions you know that we have to approve um but i think i i don't know i you know they hinted at uh, merge staking like i could stake my liberty with cyber sams and get more path protocol tickets and more filth on both ends like so i don't know if like all these are out though these are like speculated plays so i don't know if there's something behind it that's even more hype or is it just like you guys said baked in already it's already baked in that's why you're seeing the sell-off because all these spider webbed ideas are kind of out in the market already so it's, I, my, my speculation is that it's like a it's like a clothing or skateboard brand that they're because like yeah. the, the guy always hints that he's like the people that he's like somewhat well known or like well connected right and like I like I saw that they made this like custom skateboard for Easy Eats and their whole like um, fulfillment around their merch and stuff is like really well done they have like their own warehouse and stuff so I kind of feel like it's like going to be like oh we're collabing with like. Not supreme, like that would be crazy. Maybe it is though. I honestly, maybe it is. Yo, like, that would be nice. Guys from LA, like I'm just mad speculating now. But like, I think it's gonna be 
some cool like streetwear skateboard brand thing like i at least i don't know why that how that wouldn't happen but i don't know i just bought some so i'm trying to convince myself i'm trying to convince myself that it's like uh, soul worth of filth today at 17 cents because i do believe that they want filth back in their treasury they really want that shit back and they're going to incentivize it back to their holders and like bro like that's actually a good speculation play actually to think more about like what they've been dropping um yeah because i like that like that type of announcement i i i I think that's just like a really dope thing more nft projects should do like something i want to do like you know and like okay bears kind of did that with um Fuck, who they? I mean, they collabed with Shopify, and then it was like another that big marketing firm or whatever. We talked IMB. about a lot about it. No, it wasn't that. It was like a the tapestry thing. Like they, they. It was like some. I don't know. I guess it's like some popular company that makes like posters and tapestries. It wasn't as cool as like a Supreme though. Like, like somebody needs to get that. Like, like remember Nike? Well, they they acquired Artifact, but like that was like a crazy like pump, and still is like has a lot of attention on it. That's a little different than just a partnership, but like, why, why doesn't somebody partner with like Palace Skateboards or like Supreme or, I don't know, like, I don't even follow streetwear anywhere. I don't even know what the cool brands are. If you guys can't yeah. no, like, I feel like that would be tight. I I don't know, dude. I It's going to be very interesting to see. I, I do think, I honestly, Joe and Shake, I think part of the sell-off is just that Soul kind of looks like dog water right now and like doesn't look great. And so yeah. people like I'm seeing a decent Volume's bit so of low, profit man. taking um, across the board. So there's definitely some systematic risk in there. But um, yeah, it could be baking in the news too. Like they're anticipating, they know that the announcement's going to be in two days, and they're like, "Well, I'll just front run it." Um, I don't know. I, I do think Liberty Square is just one of those holds that, like mm-hmm. Lotus Gang and Good More, and some of these additions like we've already talked about yeah. that just. Like I, I hate, I, I really like finding the oversized returns, you know, sub yep. five soul buys. And this, mm. uh, these feel like comfier holds to me. That isn't like I'm over risking myself like a mm-hmm. hundred soul play or something like that. But I also am not like buying absolute, you know, garbage at, at mm-hmm. four soul or something like that. And it goes to one or something. I don't know. Um, just feels comfier plays right now. So yeah, that's, I shake. I I'm, I'm in the boat where I'm kind of just watching the price action um, and seeing what happens. But I, I like I up hate... a good point that volumes down across the board. I mean, a lot of profit yep. taking, right? Like yeah. you saw that on Cyber Samurai. I was talking with Doran yesterday. I was like, bro, our volume like fell off a cliff. But we mm-hmm. looked at DAP radar and like the magic volumes like cut in half. Yeah, it's like yeah. down like sixty percent. So dude, yeah, I mean sense. that's that's dude. They're they're losing market share quick. You see over the. I mean, it was when Lunar dropped on Hate Swap. So I, there's that's a good point. I'm only looking at where where can I look at all of NFT volume on Soul? Is there a Hello Moon dashboard? Yeah, Hello Moon has it. pulls the volume from all aggregators that they're that they're pulling listings from. I think. One minute, I I will. um, Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, like, do you want to see it by marketplace shape? Yeah, like um, I was thinking of hyperspace is good for just total, but yeah. you have one just specific marketplace. That'd be dope. Oh, Magic yeah. Eden has that, I think. No, they took it off. So I've been saying this. They took it off. On the, on the <laughs> of episode. course they did. I was I, I said, you know, it's really funny that they took because I always rely on it because it was such an easy way for me to check one on one space, like how um how the one on one space is holding up over the past seven days. And like, is it holding 10K? Because that's usually, you know, our average point right there. And I noticed on the insights tab, they took it off. I was like, 
I guarantee you guys, they are losing more market share than they're willing to admit right now. Mm -hmm. And that's why they took it off. And um, I had I had no response back from it. And sure enough, I see I'll, I'll link you the, the site real quick. I'll put it in the chat um, that by marketplace, they were somebody posted a, a snapshot of it. It was right around the lunar drop. So there's anomaly right there. But they were below 50 percent market share for the first time, like in over a year, <laughs> like basically since they released it was it was not looking pretty um, right now. They're about 72 percent market share, which still. They do. They were taking in, but I mean, they were in the high nineties percent. Um, I'll put it in the chat, the YouTube chat as well, if anybody wants to follow along. But high ninety percent, and now they're at seventy two percent, and they keep losing ground to like hate swap and um, and salon art. Salon art's making a comeback with the zero percent, right? So it is just these AMMs and and zero percent marketplaces that are changing the game, and I I guarantee you that's why there's. People who putting on tinfoil hats like, oh, Match Geen invested in Dust Labs. Um, they're losing market share or whatever. So they're they're pressuring D gods to lower their royalties to zero percent so they get traded more on Match Geen. So they get to get more market share. So they get their valuation up. I'm like, bro, please remove the tinfoil. Like, holy crap, yeah, bro. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I saw that too, man. Um, so people are still gonna OTC for two percent. They don't want to pivot two percent. Yeah. So like, why? Like, it's just I don't understand. That that's a long. If that if people at Magic Eating are that dumb, if that's true, then that billion dollar valuation, man. Wow, I don't know. Oh, they bought the top, dude. I think that's why I love Web three so much. Is because these big institutional investors are literally buying the top. You got the dust people <laughs> bought the top of dust. Um, you got. You got Magic Game people buying the top, literally a $1.6 billion valuation. You thought they were going to hold their volume forever? Like we saw how fast marketplaces change. I don't know who was advising them to make that investment. Bad idea. Bad idea. Like you're, the ethos of institutional investors does not align with Web3. Um, so even if it does succeed, like where institutional investors want to take whatever they invest in, is on a web two route and it just doesn't it it, it will clash mm -hmm. with the whole premise of value here like it will it 100 so <laughs> that congrats on buying the top i'm glad i'm not buying the top in size because their size is not my size um and i will i will let them take that loss on the balance book uh I, that, it's rough dude I, you see it across the board though so we'll see what happens i'm curious to see what happens with graphite too um oh yeah more. let's go more more bullish on graphite just in in terms of like i know what they will provide in terms of mm -hmm. like future value um to the protocol but um yeah it's gonna be really interesting to see some of these uh investors who invested in a bear market i think are actually gonna be the ones like um what was it uh b and j studios bj studios or something like that where uh fast eddie's in there as well they got like a 10 million dollar raise and exchange art gonna you know $3 million raise. I think those are actually going to be the ones that perform well. Um, and they're usually web three led too. So that's, that's what I'm looking at um, in terms of big investments, but Holy crap. Could you imagine the magic eating investors right now? They are. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> down yeah. bad, dude. You think we're like down bad? Nah, nah. At least magic is not liquid. You know what I mean? At least yeah. they don't have a token yeah. price to look at. They just have the volume. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. So, um, yeah, volume's just down across the board. And I think, um, you know, I what do you think, guys think uh, what do you guys think about the road? I mean, you, we kind of touched on it, but yeah, the D got 0%. I, I, I think was super surprised about that. I, I mean, I, I think I'm surprised by it, but I also think that 
they saw where the, I mean, he was, he was talking about like, he saw the data, they saw where the market's going. He underestimated what the market would respond with when y'all was introduced and stuff and like kind of brushed it aside. Like, you know, it's fine. You know, F anybody who wants to go 0% royalties and stuff like that. Uh, but data was showing, I mean, Solana, I started seeing more listings pop up on Solana art because I, I've been using hyperspace for the past like two months, like religiously. Yeah. Um, they they pop up all the time, and so I I think he saw you know kind of what I saw where the market's heading that way anyways. Let's front Are you run seeing it. that for like price collections under like ten soul, or is that a lot less prevalent? Um, no. It, so yeah, I when it comes to those less than five soul, I saw more on Newman's um, shake. So people that were mm -hmm. like trying to avoid the the new mint, like I just paid for this mint as well as I don't want to pay royalties as well. That's usually when I saw it under 10 sold. But other than that, like established projects mainly were traded on magic Eden still. So um, once you start getting into that, like Liberty square 15 ish range and stuff, you start seeing more salon art stuff. And then obviously D gods and more blue chips you saw on, on uh, the zero percent or, or hate swap or something. So, yeah. Cause that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, to me, I was like, I would think that it's just a matter of function of the price and royalty percentage. It's not like royalties in general, but from what you're saying, it, maybe it's happening more than I think, but it kind of seemed yeah. like when he announced that everybody like was tweeting, like royalties are going to zero and there, I mean, magic King still has majority share. Right. And like, yeah. And then even stuff like TensorSwap does pay royalties. Like it pays a smaller royalty. That That's me personally. I think that's the future is like, one percent royalty yep. because yeah. like as a trader dude like i want to i want the creator to like be incentivized to pump the volume you know and, yeah. and the price but like it's just such a direct way where they like get directly rewarded with new volume and, and price discovery well i think that's i think that's why frank did it is because he was like i see the data i see that's where we're heading i don't want to be front run by marketplaces who kind of get to control the narrative of it and and like implement their own solutions versus if we do it as projects we can go ahead and control the narrative right like let's let's work on this together like zero percent royalties how do we feel about that and we saw the community outrage and everything like that which is hilarious because most of us literally used our dollars to vote that we want zero percent royalties like it was gaining market share so um you know it's it's one of those things now it's we're ripping off the band-aid dude that's all we're doing um yeah. and so we're finding a solution faster via amms or uh um you know something on on the contract level where uh royalties are enforceable i i the only thing i hate is that art focused projects are going to die if they don't have royalties like they are going like they are the ones who deserve royalties right like one-on-one artists like if we find a way around one-on-one artists not paying royalties to them or anything good luck i mean that's that's whole scene which is the lifeblood of nfts in my opinion dies so um, well bro wait because i kind of disagree with you like I, I like i feel like they make their money from the primary sale right? well okay so let's say let's say their original pieces though like let's talk about original john lay like back when you know before he really got his massive sales where you know like they minted for for five soul or something like that and then they sold for 500 soul that's, I mean, because we think about it in soul terms, right? Like our Solana one-on-one art scene is not nearly as mature as uh, ETH or even the traditional art scene. So like Van Gogh pieces, right? That's why he was eternally poor and everything like sold later. It's it's the traditional art scene. It's why so many people are coming over to Web3 is because they sell 
at like a, a horrible price. Like they live at a horrible lifestyle, even though their art is goaded and the people curating the art are the ones who actually make the money on, on royalties. They control the supply. They control like the royalties and stuff like that. They're the ones making a ton of money on their own art. So um, like, yeah, I agree with you because once you get to a certain point, it's like, yeah, John Lay piece, like he doesn't care about secondaries anymore because his pieces are going for 200 soul plus. Right on auction so that makes sense you're absolutely right like those but they can, and they could still do that like if john lay died right his wife could sell sketches of his work as his estate for hundreds yeah. of soul like yeah 100%. like i kind of think that's how like i don't know i i feel like like i feel like if royalties go to zero because some people already otc like that's been happening for a while with one of one the high price ones like people otc them a lot a lot of people also say hey i'm willing to pay the royalty but it already happens, and like I, I don't think that it's gonna kill the one of one. Like, like I was talking about this with Dorian. Like the innovation, yeah. like royalties are an innovation, but I think the bigger innovation is that they can just have a twenty four seven liquid market to sell digital art. Like, and that doesn't go away. Like, yeah, like they can still make bank. Because like I saw, yeah. I think Papa Mumu or somebody or Soul Big Brain was like, oh, what do I tell my friends like creators to come into nfts and like i'm like well dude tell them that they can come and make fucking bank bro <laughs> that, you know, that doesn't change yeah. like i think i think there's like a philosophical side of like oh they should get paid royalties in perpetuity but i still think the main like exciting innovation is still there where it's like we can speculate yeah. on like how many of us were collecting art before this and then now we get to do it and sometimes we make money but sometimes we don't but like we connect with artists and and like that's fun and I, yeah, the barrier, there, you know, barrier to entry as a collector and an artist is is definitely lower um, in Web three, and I think that is definitely the primary feature um, is that it's so accessible and and there's no barrier to entry. But um, and I guess okay, so like think about it in that five to five hundred example is like when you see that five hundred soul sale, it's like oh man, this is a really revered artist. Like the next auction he has is gonna go for five hundred versus five or ten or whatever it is. So I right. guess you're kind of right, like. Yeah, it's it's 50 soul lost. And like, I, I wish they had that because I do think artists should capture some downstream benefit. But uh, the real downstream benefit is future auctions. Um, so yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting debate. I, I personally think AMMs are really the solution and going to be the way forward. I hope that we don't see. Well, I don't want to say I hope we don't see with withheld supply because I've always believed that the best incentive a project could have is hold back some supply and be like, right there with you like they are also holders of their own project as well as you and so like together yeah, you're like yeah i want floor price to go up right that's like what I've been thinking too. yeah versus versus churn because that's all you're asking for when you have royalties is like you're not right. everybody's like well what's their incentive to make floor price go up it's like no they they're not incentivized they're incentivized to pump volume so they just like yes bro. That, that's that the whole like not, announcements culture i think yeah like, Buy the rumors, sell the news. Like as a like, bro. I, like literally, Cyber Samurai. It's right now. It's at the same floor price it was one month ago. But we've yeah. made money from. I mean, I guess some holders made money. They sold it at fourteen, and then you know they could have traded it and made money. But like as a whole, the long term investors that we want to like reward, their their bags are the round tripped to yeah. five soul. Bro, but like I, we I, made money because it went up to fifteen and then went back down to five, like and it chopped around. Yep. So exactly. I kind of. I've been thinking that too, but I, I think it's right now, it's just a matter of like, like, cause I've brought this up when like, oh, wouldn't this be better alignment of incentives? And people are like, oh, what? So, so the team's going to be dumping on you. Dumping and, on and, you. Yeah. And like, I think it's the NFT market just is, doesn't like they're immature. So they don't understand that. Like that's literally how everything works. That's how right. DeFi tokens are. That's how stocks are. Like, mm -hmm. 
um, I, like with Coinbase when they IPO'd, like they were like the early founding employees were dumping the fuck on us. Like they were dumping millions of their stock at a really high price at the IPO. But nobody's like, oh, the founders are dumping their stock. It's unfair. It's like, no, like they built something that was worth a shit ton of money. So like, why would yeah. they not sell it? I, I, it is. I it's so curious to me, Shake. I mean, like 100% uh, agree. I, I never understood. I, I've been saying that people should hold back like some of their supply is like treasury and stuff like that. And, mm -hmm. and in their white paper or whatever, be like, hey, we're vesting, you know, X amount of supply over one year the next X is or Y amount of supplies over two years or something like that. Like you, then you have a laid out schedule of like, Hey, they will, they will sell it off. And, and maybe initial like a hundred of them is for initial selling and like, yeah, they want to make money. <laughs> like, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. So um, yeah. what you, I love how they always say like you, like they're like, they're going to dump on you. It's like, bro, all right, taking my position if anything. And then two, like, no, they're they're not dumping. Somebody else bought it. That's how markets work, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, somebody's always dumping on somebody. Yeah, yeah, uh, yep. it, It's so silly. I don't know. Um, it, it is. It is silly, man. And I think D Gods yeah. got kind of fucked though because like D Gods did this like almost like basically a free mint. Like they didn't direct. Well, actually, that's not true because they raised money. I, never mind. I was gonna say they didn't directly raise mint funds, but they raised them. They sold the dust to VCs. And so they did raise money, but it was kind of a free mint for D God's holders who had been staked, right? Like yep. essentially for them, it was a free mint. And I think the reason Frank was able to justify that was because like they're making 10%, they're making millions in royalties, right? Like, um, and then now that goes away. I'm just curious to see like how it'll change, how they do business and stuff. But I really think the move, like this is just, obviously I'm not in his position, but like if I was him, I would just fucking put our royalty at 1% and yeah. just and just tell people to trade on Magic Eden. I, I, I don't think it would be as a big a problem. Um, I don't either. I don't but, know. Yeah. Just for, for me, like, because we'll like see. I trade SMB and I've traded SMB a lot, and I've almost always paid the royalty. And that's actually it was like five percent on like a two hundred soul thing, right? So sometimes I was paying mm -hmm. ten soul, but I was like for the liquidity and visibility, it was pretty much worth it to not have to go through the trouble of like yep. OTC. OTC. But once you're at 10%, I'm like, and then you're at 500 soul and you're asking people to pay that much. I understand yeah. why. That's like, I guess what I'm saying is the numbers were based on them having a four to 500 soul floor and 10% royalties. Like, so when he says, oh, we looked at the metrics, it's like, well, bro, you didn't look at the metrics of like one 1% royalty. Like, I, I'd be way more curious about that. But I don't know. I'm just fucking, like I said, I'm not in his position, but it seems like that to me, like there's a happy medium here. Mm -hmm. yeah he went straight for it but um <laughs> anyways we've been talking for almost two hours i can see dorian's almost <laughs> yeah. about to fall asleep he looks oh exhausted yeah dog. Now. Um, hey your boy's still getting used to this streaming life so like we get past that one hour mark i'm like all right i'm good get that one hour 15 i'm like uh oh all right me Yo, and bison had the stamina we're like hey we're going all day dude. <laughs> yeah <I'm> like, <laughs> i can do this, dude. I, I love this stuff man um but no this is why I, I, I always need to prepare myself. Uh, Shake, we should just have like a 24-hour like stream session, like um, dude, do it, yeah. like raise money for something. I don't know, dude. It would just be, yeah, we could, I mean, we could do it, dude. I, every we single time I, I sit here and I'm like, a bunch oh. of guests. Yeah. yeah, dude, we could have, I, I said the same thing with Easy too. I was like, I could talk to you for literally like hours on end. And I know you would talk back. So um, <laughs> you're in the same boat. Uh, this has been so much fun. 
for anybody listening on podcast, we do not normally go this long, but uh, yeah, when you bring Shake on, you better expect for yeah. an absolute marathon. And like um, Shake, it's been a pleasure. Do you want to plug anything before yeah, no. we go uh, wrap this up? Um, yeah, I, I got, uh, I mean, just check out Path Protocol. There's going to be a cool announcement soon about how uh, Cyber Samurai holders can like earn some, well, I don't want to, yeah, basically like earn like a, like basically like a affiliate fee, right? Like a referral okay. fee. Um, but it'll be like, like an ongoing thing because Path's monthly subscription. So um, yeah, just crafting that up soon. And I like, I'm excited to roll that out. And uh, yeah, appreciate you guys having me, dude. It's been a pleasure talking with you. you I respect all your guys' views and stuff. So it's fun to talk about the market. Oh, dude, I can do it for days, but I do appreciate you as well. Thank you for being uh, a true founder and not soft drugging us. I do appreciate it. Um, uh, yeah, no, it, I'm, I'm excited to see the future of Cyber Samurai. I've been saying it for a while that this is so massively undervalued when you look at the rest of the market that it's kind of insane. So one day we'll get our shot and I'm sure it will be sooner rather than later. But um, I, I know the stars are aligning and nice to have you endure at the, the helm along with the other goaded team members um so Dude, dorian yeah. does so much man like uh, the project would not be the same without him like he is he's You're like you know, he's like the Dorn coo love. bro he's like the coo <laughs> of cyber samurai seriously there you go coo door you gotta put you gotta put uh two o's in your name now door so you know i know dorian <laughs> of operation. make sure there's zeros too <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well that about does it for this episode of rare flood radio make sure to check us out on youtube on twitter we are also on your favorite podcast platforms, Apple and Spotify. If you need any more, please DM me on Twitter. Um, but those seem to be the best ones. As well as we do have a space on Friday, noon Eastern Standard Time. Uh, this is where we get to interact with you, take any questions you have, bring you up on stage if you want to just voice your opinion because that's what we love to hear from uh, and connect with you guys. We appreciate your support so much. Thank you for joining us on this absolute marathon of an episode. And we will see you on Thursday talking with Hello Moon. We have another guest on. We'll be talking with Walker from Hello Moon about the data analytics they provide, what they do on the DeFi side, and everything that's happening in the market. As always, we appreciate your time. We'll see you on the next episode of Rare Fud Radio. See you, everybody. <laughs>